Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Friendship breakups, bitterness, cutting people off, finding new friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're about to get into it. There are some things that I can accept from you, not necessarily accept, but I'll fight through with Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. that I will not tolerate from other people. (laughs) It wouldn't wouldn't happen, but that's because the nature of the relationship and the purpose of the relationship is different. It's really hard having friends. Mm. Like it's difficult. No one wants to be nagged, even in friendship. It's really a lot. Those people are not friends. They are liabilities, mm. and you have to break up with liabilities. Because one thing about liabilities is it's going to be a sunk cost investment. It will drain you. Hello, and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney, and I'm Renee, and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth, and development of a community of sisters around the world. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about friendship breakups bitterness cutting people off finding new friends yeah 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 we're about to get into it the reality of the situation is and the reality of life is sometimes you have friends sometimes you You don't don't. and you know what i think friendship breakups are one of the things that people don't talk about enough but are painful 100 percent. so sisters we are about to get into it but before we do that of course we have some housekeeping because we need to make sure that the house is swept do indeed what are our housekeeping what announcements do we have uh well you know just to give you a heads up um and so you can let us know your thoughts well, actually, more so, we really have a conversation. Are we ending the season? Are we oh, going to just are go we straight going into away? season five? Um, I mean, we could take a break personally, but episodes can still go, I they, guess. I, I guess so. Anyway. Uh, whether we'll be around, we'll be around, innit? Keep anyway, it cracking. for you anxiously attached people, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. We'll be around. There'll be episodes and stuff. Something yeah, for you. There'll we'll be something. something. There'll be we'll something. something. What else is there to update you on? You know, we're alive. We're well. I'm we're prospering. If you would like to purchase our book, that would be fantastic. If you didn't know, this year we wrote a book. Yeah, we and did. And it would make an amazing Christmas gift, we actually, did. if you we think did. about it. Oh, yeah. It would make a great gift for a friend, a Absolutely. sister, a cousin, a mother. A mother. Put it in somebody's stockings. The mothers in your midst. They could do with this book. Put it under a tree. And we're talking about friendship breakups. Maybe this could be the book book you need need. to save your relationship. Honestly, no, but if you on a real, 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 no joke. Um, if you guys don't know, we actually have a book on building friendships literally literally lifelong friendships and i often get dms from people like oh my gosh i really want a friendship like you and renee or like how do i build more friends and it's Mm -hmm. like guys we wrote a book like there's actually a book on it um so some of you may be new to the community or just in general maybe you've been waiting for a good time to get the book and christmas may be a great time to gift it to yourself gift it to a friend or just read it over the christmas period Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. if you would like to grab a copy of an amazing best-selling book you should visit the link in the show notes or in the description below fabulous fabulous 
other housekeeping announcements. I guess we're heading to South Africa very soon. In February. February time. But it's too late. Is it too late to sign up? Unfortunately, it's, yeah, it's too unfortunately late to sign up, the cutoff. So. Those of you that have message, I'm very sorry. <laughs> we don't have spice. <laughs> Your However, time passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, we are in the process of trying to decide what is the next uh, yeah. trip? Where are we going to next? Yes. We've had so much fun already. Such We've been to place. Tanzania. Yep. We have been to Bali, yep. Indonesia. So we've done Africa and Asia. And next step is kind of maybe looking like a Europe. And we would love to get your thoughts on that, actually. Yeah. So please, please, please stay tuned on the newsletter. Stay tuned on social media. We'll be sending out a poll to get you guys' thoughts. Where should the sisters go next? Let us know. We would love to know. But I think that's it for the yeah, housekeeping no, announcement. No long thing. Let's get into helping Just a little, you know, a little, uh, what do you call it? Superficial uh, <laughs> sweep, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> However, whilst our house is swept, others are in dire need of oh, sweeping. Wow. Let's so help. without further ado, let's head into the ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Hello, my lovely, lovely sisters. Hello, friend. As many that watch and listen to your podcast have said, I love what you stand for and your approach to creating a sisterhood. Very kind. So my dilemma, I'm in my late 20s and a high achiever, but have experienced consistent broken trust in romantic relationships with men. Mm. From being blindsided by men I've dated to being disrespected by ex-boyfriends, I've never felt like I've had evidence of a positive experience with heterosexual men. This coupled with abandonment issues from having an absent dad, studying a degree that made me hyper-exposed to the failures of men, mm-hmm. the increasing rhetoric in general discourse about men constantly making mistakes at all levels, and not finding much faith in the words of my male friends whose perspectives I struggle to understand because of their privilege, right. I can't help but feel this deep hatred, and yes, hatred, for men. Understandable. Logically and objectively, this sounds wild, but even after discussions with, with trusted and honest friends, it became clear to me that all of my concerns are factual Mm. and true so overall reason to feel passionately against men despite all my efforts to rationalize otherwise please could you help with some tips on how to navigate this society dating men and being surrounded by capital letters men Mm. thank you in advance a distressed sis that does not want to be forever single and saddened by men oh this is deep this is deep this is layered and this is really good good not for you but as a talking point um i think it's so funny i had a conversation with my mentor this week and we were talking about men and how like you know one thing that it is easy for women who especially have elevated to a certain level of awareness and consciousness around patriarchy and who are you know looking at issues concerning gender disparities Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. gender-based violence and just the the patriarchy in general is it's easy for them to forget that the enemy is patriarchy and not men right right? in the sense that patriarchy actually doesn't benefit anyone Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so men can also be victims to the patriarchy Mm. and i think because obviously men are also the biggest benefactors of and especially like heterosexual men and even with that you can whittle it down to different social identities like Mm -hmm. they are the biggest beneficiaries of the patriarchy it's easy to think oh well you know men are the issue men have really toxic points of view even whilst you desire them right and you desire a romantic relationship and companionship and i think the element is that is you're looking for companionship you're looking for um 
a human being to do life with right and then you have to kind of whittle it down to i guess on a more practical level whilst this person is a man and you can come with your preconceived ideas around what that man may think what his opinions may be how he may act how he may view women Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. actually what you need to be doing is getting to know a human being and that person can actually defy your preconceived notions not to say that your preconceived notions are like wrong i understand exactly where it is they're coming from but i think in the notion of just being fair Mm. it's not cool to approach somebody with all of these prejudices stereotypes and archetypes that are like oh you're just trash basically Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you're not gonna be able to receive anything positive Mm -hmm. from a relationship or an encounter you approach from that angle and i think it's only fair as people who are trying to you know do friendship do life with other people men and women Mm. to give people the fairness of showing you who they actually are now it's not to say or invalidate the fact that it seems like there are men in your life who have shown you who they are and you don't like it but i also think you should take that as a reflection of them number one and number number two as a flaw of the patriarchy and seeing that because men also don't benefit from patriarchy but a lot of them are wrapped up in that system and are kind of comforted by the fact that they do have small benefits here and there Mm they do have a lot of toxic beliefs which they also need to tackle and oftentimes they benefit from the ignorance of not tackling it however there are many men and I've actually met them you met them we're surrounded by some who have actually done that work of dismantling that confronting their misogynistic thoughts and behaviors or Mm. homophobic thoughts or things that they have been taught culturally through you know toxic masculinity but just masculine about masculinity in general Mm. a lot of them have actually done the work out on confronting that Mm -hmm. and it could be that you're just not exposed to those kind of men but I can tell you that those men do exist Mm. and it's not that men those men are perfect but also neither are we as people there are a lot of people who are doing the work to confront misogyny Mm -hmm. even women who realize that there is there is so much internalized misogyny within them Mm -hmm. and i think what we learn is this this journey of a learning but also unlearning Mm -hmm. is a constant one Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and so the same way we would give a woman grace Mm -hmm. who maybe she said something is like oh sis that's that sounds like a bit of internalized misogyny there and you would allow them to go on a journey independently but also communally of unlearning i think we also need to do that with men who are willing to try Mm -hmm. right and i think it's also identifying who's already doing the work who is looking to like through concerted effort actually further that work and allowing yourself to journey with them so I think it's not about like lowering your standards. I think looking for somebody who is aware of yeah. the gender issues, is aware of political issues is a big, big, big deal. And you want somebody who is educated on that because you are a woman and you want somebody who's trying to understand the world that you are also nav- navigating from your perspective mm-hmm. so that they can help you navigate it as a companion. So I don't think it's an issue looking for somebody who is aware of these issues, is actively maybe trying to tackle them as well. Um, however, I think you have to give people the room to show you that they are doing that work and you can't if you're constantly going in with the assumption that they aren't or they are incapable of. Um, And two, it could be that you need to just change your environment and get surrounded by new people. I think one thing that can be hard with this situation is as you express, you actually studied something which exposed you to all of this information. Mm. And a lot of us 
like if you come from a humanities background like us have actually had the quote unquote privilege of studying this at an institutional and academic level Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and for a considerable period of time whereas Mm -hmm. there are some people who they are learning and unlearning this through human interaction you know if you're somebody who went to university to study engineering Mm. do you get what i mean Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. weren't reading books on feminism and intersectionality and gender-based violence do you get what i mean you're learning that now as you come into the real world or in your own spare time and i think that then not puts people at a disadvantage but it puts people on a different pace Mm -hmm. of learning about these issues and so i think it's also worth giving especially as like women can sometimes be more um because it's it's our experience oftentimes we can be more um aware of everything that's going on from a place of lived experience but also a genuine interest to learn more about these things and have these conversations whereas men they don't this is not their lived experience um and this is not something that has been problematized to even suggest that they should look more into it mm. you know why should men who are benefiting from patriarchy mm-hmm. go and then inspect it do you get what i mean um some people don't even have that kind of language so yeah. all in all what i'm saying is i understand where it is you are coming from but i do think it requires you to remind yourself that you're not the only one who's doing the work mm. of understanding gender inequality there are a lot of men who are doing it we, like i said we know them we have we know some and we have mm. met some and it's amazing to see but they're constantly on that journey and if you go in with the preconceived notion that actually no just the all men are basically terrible yeah you're never going to benefit from a relationship you're never going to have one um, and you're always going to have a layer of resentment from for somebody who you actually need to trust and so you need to trust that person as an individual Mm. you need to allow them and the men around you you need to give them a bit of a chance to just show you what it is they actually believed instead of projecting you know your fears and thoughts onto them but also accept people for who they are somebody does show you they're a misogynist they'll be like oh that's that's exactly who you are point proven but don't go in trying to make an enemy out out of someone who's actually an ally um and there are a lot of men who are allies right. just just try and find them and have those conversations and mm. i think it's it's very justifiable but also sorry last thing i know that online there are so many stories and rhetorics and conversations yeah, which would yeah, make you yeah. harbor resentment towards men you haven't interacted with and rightfully so however do not internalize somebody else's brokenness right you can use that to help you understand another layer of the world, another layer Mm -hmm. of interaction. And it's a great conversation starter. Hey, I saw this tweet from a misogynist or about a misogynistic incident. What do you actually think Mm -hmm. about this? And Mm -hmm. I think that will also help people reveal to you how they think and process stuff Mm -hmm. when it comes to gender. However, don't internalize other people's pain like and and it's understandable pain but it's not your experience right it wasn't an affliction on you and so definitely don't internalize that to now project it onto other people because you will ruin your dating life right treat men the men in your life according to how they have treated you in your life Mm. right and take that as an experience i think it's a it's a thing we even see people project into friendship or women did this a woman bullied me when i was 14 now i don't like women that's why i like friendship with men is it every woman that's done that to you it's not no do you get what i mean so let's be adults let's be mature here let's go into things with wisdom and awareness but let's judge people based on what they show us and Mm. what they tell us and Mm -hmm, not just what mm -hmm. we think of them already Mm -hmm. that's what i'd say sorry nah girl don't apologize you was all (laughs) what i was learning from that i was like i was my pen and papers comprehensive Comprehensive. as the world comprehensive no i absolutely love that i think 
you answered literally everything that I was thinking. You mm. were like just getting those points out. I think it's very difficult when our interpersonal experience tells us that men are trash. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, our worldview is colored by the interactions that we have with people from, you know, particular groups. And I think it's very unfortunate that even from when you were younger, mm. um, honing in on our caregiving experiences, right? There are many of us within the community that don't have positive relationships with our fathers yeah. or, you know, father figures. And from there to spiral onto an experience with men romantically that has not worked out or you've kind of seen the worst of men mm -hmm. to having friendships with men where it's very difficult for you to get past their experiences of privilege mm -hmm. to actually studying at an institution yeah. why men are also problematic across society, <laughs> across time and space. It's a lot. It's and a then lot you know, do you know what I mean? And then you now log on to the internet and ah, this person has done this. Mm -hmm. Just the, the past two weeks alone, we have seen <laughs> hey, capital God. men have. Oh, Oh my gosh, sorry, yeah, sorry, I'm so paper. sorry to interrupt you. So many of you were in our comments of our last listen. episode, like, oh my gosh, listen to this. I know you're talking about Diddy. Fun fact. I want to tell you. We recorded that episode like two weeks before that news even came out. I want to call it the prophetic. It's the leading, prophetic grace. The inclinations of the Holy <laughs> the unction, Spirit. The unction, <laughs> The anointing, if you will. Yeah. We knew. <laughs> we knew. <laughs> we knew. You see one thing about you men. <laughs> one thing about you bad people. They call them bad they boys. They call them life. bad boys. Anyways, <laughs> we will not do that public commentary because that, no, I couldn't I have some thoughts. Ooh. Yeah? Hmm. Don't P. We all, Diddy. Don't we all. Sean Combs. And uh, what do you call it? Daddy. Even the. Ah. <laughs> Live. <laughs> Whatever you want to be called. <laughs> you will be. You'll soon be called a criminal. Listen. 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 Anyways, uh, we are praying for everybody involved because Hallelujah. there's all sorts of allegations yeah, or scandals yeah, yeah, coming yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention Darius from. Anyways, let me. Yeah, Kiki. We'll, come, we'll come on to that. Let me just finish answering this dilemma. We'll come on to that. But you open, you know, your online uh, profiles and these are the things that you're coming across. Yeah. Everything is negative reinforcement, negative reinforcement, which is unfortunate. But the reality is you now have to actively seek positive reinforcement. Good. So even for me, when these kind of like scandals, for yeah. example, crop out, it warrants a conversation, not just with my female friends, but also yeah. my male friends. And sometimes it does look like you know, deepening those relationships with your male friends so that you can see past their privilege and actually appeal to the humanity within. I've had so many great conversations with my male friends where I'm equally able to hold them accountable yeah. as well as share some of my more, um, you know, tender moments where I'm expressing you know, the unfairness of yeah. patriarchy. And we've been able to have those conversations because of the intimacy that we actually share. So sometimes it's intimacy and proximity that you need to relatively stable, good, um, male friends or male folks that you have in your community but yeah i think it's very necessary to have positive reinforcements yeah. try to actively find those positive reinforcements but also take your time yeah. i think that this worldview of hating men has taken time to build right from the, listen from the get-go you've had negative interactions yeah. with men so don't think that this is something that will shift overnight as well mm -hmm. nobody's expecting that of you what we are hoping for for you is to actively see seek out positive engagements mm. with men that over time will counterbalance this worldview that you have of hating men. Yeah. I would also encourage you to try and find platforms um, that are hosted by men that are actually a bit more positive, positive as well. Yeah. There are a whole bunch of communities online, even if it feels like you are eavesdropping on conversations, there's a whole bunch of really positive like male um, influential figures that you mm. might want to listen to just to know that whilst there is 
a whole bunch of negativity around men and patriarchy. There are spaces where men are having fruitful conversations yeah. with each other, about each other, holding each other accountable. I see it every so often on my TL and it makes me happy. We need more yeah. of it. And all the men that are even listening right now, please, we need you to be a bit louder and showing the positive elements of being a man, you yeah. know, masculinity. Um, so I definitely recommend that. I would also recommend even with, you know, women, women in your community, it's so easy to come into community with women and dogpile on men mm. and, you know, mm, talk mm, about mm, negative experiences mm. and whatnot. But this might be an opportunity to ask your yeah. sisters, what positive experiences have I've you had, had with had men? You know, um, for the sisters in your midst that may have positive relationships with their fathers mm. and positive relationships with mentor figures mm. or folks within their community, it may be worth having and starting to build a bank of positive engagements with men that are not necessarily personal, but at least you now know that they exist because yeah. right now everything in your world is telling you men ain't ish yeah. so it's really important to build up that bank so again when it is attacked or when you have another outbreak of you know diddy scandals mm. you can at <laughs> least say okay this has happened before it probably will happen again but there are still good people yes, good men that exist there. that are out there um and part and parcel of that and i think also just a little bit of internal work as well like really understanding what kind of feelings you may have towards, for example, your father, It not to project or anything like that or to misdiagnose, whatever. But oftentimes when we do have absentee fathers or complex relationships with our father figure, mm. this can lead to quite significant, for, for quite a few people, yeah. it can lead to quite significant challenges when it comes to romantic relationships or um, relationships with men and yeah. how we view men. So I think I would definitely engage, I would definitely encourage you to think about how your relationship with your father or your relationship with you know anybody in your close vicinity has impacted the way that you view yeah. men above and beyond the oh men ain't ish is it that it has caused you to actively distrust men mm -hmm. has it caused you to see men in a particular way beyond the hate of course yeah, there's the yeah, hatred yeah. element but what other what areas exactly identify the other areas in which um your view of men has been tainted yes. because it the hate is obvious and evident but how however there may be other areas where your dislike of men or yeah. your distrust of men or your incapacity to really engage with men is made manifest. Mm -hmm. So I definitely encourage you, okay, out of the interactions that I've had, what has that resulted in? Has that resulted in an avoidant attachment style, for example? Has that resulted in, I don't even want to talk to a man past the second date? Because it happens. You look at men and you're like, ugh. <laughs> Literally, visceral you're so, It's a visceral reaction. You're just like, ah, <laughs> gross. Um, but sis, genuinely sending love and light to you yeah. because it's hard. It's something it that we have dealt with. It's something that we actually continue to deal with yes. when we are bombarded Ooh. by very negative, yeah. negative experiences with men. Like, yeah. it's unfortunate that this is the reality and whilst it does feel like there's almost been an acceleration of this yeah. in past like years or so i don't know if it's an acceleration and more so more platforming yes. right like as you were saying patriarchy has been around for a minute it's an mm -hmm. entire system of governance so the unearthing and the close proximity to all of these stories mm -hmm. especially now can be so you know just disheartening yeah um but take heart sis there are men out there we are a platform that is dedicated to platforming the sisters, but we are getting to a place where we'll also be bringing some good men on. <laughs> no, because. No, uh -uh. it's making me laugh because today I recorded a podcast episode with my mentor. Right. And um, 
at the end of it, he was like, I give a shout out to yourselves when yeah, they can yeah, follow yeah. you. And I was like, oh, follow me, CD Parting, and to my sisters. And he was like, I'll be on the podcast soon. Yeah. I looked at him and I said, you are a man. But also, yes, please. That'll be great. No, but the thing is, but I even told this, I will call you out. Claude yeah, Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's coming on the Claude podcast. We Williams. told him many times. We told um, your ass. But sis, actually, sisters, let us know. If we are, or when we bring men onto this podcast to speak, what would you like to ask them? Mm -hmm. What would you like to ask them? Right. We need hard questions. I'm currently encouraging my mentor to write um, a book called This Is Why Men Move Mad. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. This is why men move mad. Oh, if he wants any quotables. (laughs) Claude Williams. If you want quotables from the two my sisters community. Got, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to convince him to let me be a ghostwriter. Stop it. But I think I'll get too carried no, away. No, 110 He'll be They'll reading be like, it back hmm. and be like, these aren't my words. This was written by a Claude. woman. <laughs> <laughs> this was written by a woman. Um, but no, sister, we are sending you so much love. And as always, to those of you that are listening in and part of the two my sisters community, you know how we get down here. We want to hear your thoughts have you had negative experiences with men Mm. have you been able to see the light if you haven't please share and so (laughs) you know tell a good sister she's not alone if you have been able to see the light or if you are able to give any kind of advice as always drop it like it's hot in the comments below you can do that in youtube but you can also do that spotify now that's insane spotify is just it's on the zoom (laughs) on zoom connected without further ado we must hop into this conversation Let's on friendship it. breakups. Woo. Diddy and Darius aside. <laughs> <laughs> we have to come to that another day. I don't, I don't even, even know. That might have to be a whole episode because we talked about That is a true bad crime miniseries. No, genuinely. I don't, genuinely. this is not even You know what episode. was actually funny? Somebody recommended that we should do like a spinoff on like just hot topics. <laughs> genuinely. I think that could actually be cool. Hot topics. I have some thoughts. Yeah, I was literally telling Courtney, cool. yeah, there are some folks... <laughs> jail time there are there are many thoughts there are many thoughts because it's not even just patriarchy it's also capitalism yeah, the yeah, fact yeah, that you have yeah. so much money yeah, yeah, so yeah, much yeah, yeah. Anyway. it's when all these tools of power collide oh. you make the worst villains like not even it makes the worst villains like power Outrageous. fame money people silence Outrageous. and then you add to that like sex and Listen. sex has a weapon Jeez. Greed, greed, you guys violence. Okay, yeah. Anyway, read your Bible. Read your Bible. <laughs> read your Bible. And then when you're done with that, pick up the TMS yeah, book. Yeah, I'm building yeah. friendships. <laughs> yeah, building friendships. But genuinely, like, it's it's actually only us cultivating self-control yeah. a genuine love for humanity that provokes us to keep other people safe 100 um but then also building a society that adequately reprimands people no matter what your position of power is 100%. that adequately reprimands people when they misbehave and indignify is 100%. that a word yeah, the yeah. humanity of someone else and i think we what this these situations often prove is there are flaws in the system just as much as there are flaws in humanity right, right. and we need to really tackle both right 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 and also just the importance of character yes money and power and fame only magnifies what's already exactly. there so my genuine concern is obviously these people are the height of scandal because yeah. they've had access to these resources but it also makes me wonder how many, how much more are there other people exactly. that could potentially fall into these kind of traps because exactly. they're not doing the work on oh, their Oh, there character? are loads. There are loads. Outrageous. There when I was reading that, um, what do you call it? When they released the documents yeah. of the, the paper and this trigger warning on the yeah, front of yeah, it, I yeah. said, nah. Yeah, when I, I was, li- the, I first came to hear about it from a TikTok 
um, from I'm Not A Lawyer But. Mm. And she broke it down. It was like a seven minute video. And I was like, wow, that was on the PDD um, incident. Right. And then the Darius one, I saw the pictures and the videos. And I was just like, boy, like ab- above even just being about like the scale of this, mm. right? It's also, whew, when does stuff like this end? Like we, we, it feels like we're not doing enough as a right. society to really talk about these things because it feels like there's so much shame attached to it, especially for the woman. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how about we make these things less shameful to right. talk about so people have the freedom to come forward and say, this man did this to me. And also f- know make sure that they have the confidence to know when they come forward and they say that there will actually be consequences Mm -hmm, and there'll be mm -hmm. a society that actually cares. Because I can only imagine for someone like Kiki or someone like Cassie, how long they've been holding this in for. And you are similarly women with influence and power, right? And money. But really, do you have power? Or do you get what I mean? And do you have the confidence and the the system behind you to be like, no, speak, no, do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, the whole situation is sad. Not actually fearing for your life. Exactly. Like there is also, even as we're speaking, I want to inform you that we are in our right state of mind. Um, what date is it? It's like the 24th of November. We are well. <laughs> Wait, why are you saying this? <laughs> you, you know when you speak out and then all of a sudden people put <laughs> all sorts of <laughs> targets on your back. I want to tell you I'm well. I'm, I didn't travel anywhere. We're just going to South Africa. We're going to return. <laughs> so we have funny. plans to return. Yeah. There's like, if anything happens to us, heaven forbid. Yeah. Okay. That's what happens when you speak on platforms. Yeah. People will be, ah, all of a sudden you'll be getting all sorts of things in your, the letterbox. No, no, we are well in our right frame of mind. Right. We are not planning to relocate anywhere. Um, we are right <laughs> where we I don't know why you keep, what, is, what are you scared of? I am. I'm so confused. Have you never seen like when people speak on platforms and all of a sudden they disappear the next yeah, day? Yeah, but we're not exposing anything. Nah, bruv, you even just, small, small kiki it's and all of a sudden. the consequence of being gone a revolutionary in the, gone in the, Yeah, but what happened to the revolutionaries? They I'm died. Not, exactly. Oh, I was about to say something really deep, but like, this is not the episode. Girl, if you start talking about being a martyr for these No, it's not days. about being a martyr, but I think one of the... <laughs> One of the core tenets of our faith uh, <laughs> is that death, whilst it is the we end Jesus of Christ, okay, eternal life. Are, no, but also, okay, you can kill me, but one, that's only going to be I see my father. 100%. Call it delusion. No, 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 but I get also, it. our saviour had to die for I change. I get it. I do. <laughs> my only plea. Merry Christmas. My Happy only Easter. plea is... If any of you guys are trying to kidnap us <laughs> and kill us so that we die as your father, mm. just make it quick. But also, it's not I our appointed am time. Not, I would hope so. No, it's not our Our work is I not done. Courtney, My time has not come. That's what quite a few of the revolutionaries said before but they were. Their, but we're still talking about them. So maybe their time had come. Do you want our time to come down? No, we haven't done our work But yet. then people will be talking about us when we, we pop them. Not enough. We haven't I'm done screaming. enough. She said we need a vigil. <laughs> God's we got need... me till he says the assignment's done, sis. <laughs> we need inter- international vigils. <laughs> I don't know I mean, if we you have see a global... what I see, no, I'm screaming. I see we, have something. A, we have a global audience. <laughs> Anyways, guys. <laughs> Not us planning our funeral live <laughs> on the podcast for a day. Anyway, all Once I'm saying you, um, is God's not done with us. God is not finished with us. So it's not us. our time to it's go. It's not our... Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Have you ever seen those memes that are like, oh, if you got kidnapped, then your kidnapper will just get sick of you? I feel like I'm the kind of person where they'll be like... A million percent. Me too. I would just talk way too much. 110 percent. I just... Firstly, have you heard about the Lord Jesus Christ? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm a Christian. And do you think you're a heavenly father? Let's break down the scriptures here. You and I. (laughs) Holding me hostage. Anyways, for Jesus, isn't it? Anyways, anyways, anyways. Back to we'll have a separate conversation where we we will be talking Maybe about the these things. Yeah, in the spinoff, we'll definitely go in detail. I have thoughts. Yeah, we said we'll do a love is blind review. Oh, we do, guys, what do we? What do you, you know? Want? What, what might, do we? Want? It might have to be over Christmas. You know, the whole holiday season. Yeah. Everybody's just around chatting Shows, nonsense. You know chatting. what I'm saying? Yeah, that love is blind is oh, I have words. <laughs> Izzy, I haven't forgotten about you, bro. <laughs> I, I actually need to I need him. to finish this season. No, Courtney, you actually do. And yeah. when you do, you have to you genuinely need to come and find me. <laughs> Izzy, the evil that you've done, you think we don't have forgotten. You and Uche. Anyways, <laughs> I'll leave it here for now. Friendship breakups. Yes. Something that we have experienced. Well, yes. some of us. Some, some of, of us, us are still hunky dory in yeah, our friendships. Yeah. Um, but the majority of us have experienced some kind of friendship falling out, friendship breakup, whether we've mended them or they have laid in ruins. Yeah. Um, they're hard. They are. And we often talk about heartbreak around romantic relationships, yeah. but I really wanted to talk about friendship yeah. breakups because obviously this is a platform where we talk about friendship, community, all that kind of good stuff. But the stuff isn't always good. Mm. Sometimes our relationships are difficult. Sometimes we find ourselves going in diverging ways. Sometimes we have breakups which are hard, fast, harsh, painful. And then sometimes we have breakups that are slow, slow, drifting, slow burners. We find ourselves drifting from our friends and eventually somebody that was very close becomes a mere acquaintance. So I actually wanted to anchor this in our own personal experiences yeah. first, which and Firstly, I want to ask, Miss yeah. CDB, have you ever experienced a friendship breakup? Yeah, I think I even told the story a couple of weeks ago, more well, weeks, months yep, ago yep. on the podcast about how I had a friend cut me off this year. Mm. Uh, you know, some of you in the comments she to the saying, podcast. she could, you know, she really could. Miss if you, babe. Out, Message yeah. me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got Lines are open. Her. Lines are open <laughs> for got, me, personally. You got to go outside with the boombox <laughs> Remember that's so Lines Raven when he had like the Love blue so face much. and um, he went because <laughs> no, uh, Raven couldn't go outside. Yeah, because you know what? Past these kind of moments, there are sometimes you're anchored with history. Right. And I know what we had been through, what we had like j- been to each other in friendship. And like those yeah. things don't just pass away because of, you know, a disagreement. It could be that this is where things end. But mm. I'm, I'm with her anyway. I'm very thankful for the friendship we had and what I learned mm. from her as a mm. person. Um, and so... Anyways, yes, I have experienced friendship breakups. Some very, very messy, mm. very, very painful. And mm-hmm. some that have just been like, like you said, a drifting and yep. people who were once very close to you are now mere acquaintances. And I think one, it's kind of seasons change. People change in the in good and bad ways as well. Mm. I think there is evolution there is evolution i've seen in me and other people it's like okay you're pursuing who you are who you've been called to be and that means we can't maybe journey as close um and that's okay i think there are just some times where you have to say i did my time with you and i was there when you needed me and when i needed you Mm. um and now we'll we'll grow and we'll flourish and we'll always be cheering each other off it's just on from from a distance um and then there are sometimes when people evolve in the worst play ways and then what is you know 
distance is actually just boundaries mm. you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i've yeah i've seen the worst and the best of it how yeah. about you no yeah i think similarly um i think i'm more prone to the drifting type of breakups mm. where just by just by the result of we're going in very different yeah. ways in this life yeah. and the ways that you know friends need to be supported or the way that i need to be supported we can't fulfill yeah anymore. yeah whether it be you know changing life circumstance whether it's be you know you moved away yes. it becomes a lot harder and i think also intimacy gets lost i think as somebody that really i love intimacy like i love feeling like i trust somebody mm. I think when this isn't a priority to somebody else, it becomes very difficult for me to be show up as a friend because mm. I need that to be a friend. Mm. Um, so that's been hard. Yeah. And I think sometimes break up out of just capacity, man, it's really hard having friends. Mm. Like it's difficult. And I know people, oh, friends is meant to be easy, all that kind of stuff. And it harkens back to what you were saying earlier, where we get a lot of messages that are like, oh, I want to have a friendship like yeah. you and uh, Courtney. And I'm like, first <laughs> of all, Courtney is not for sale. <laughs> Genuinely, oh, I want to be Courtney. There's some people that are sliding into Courtney's DMs. I want to be your friend. Okay. The title of the title, of, the title <laughs> Occupado, okay? There's even other folks that have already deputy besties that are there as well, okay? <laughs> deputy besties. Occupado, there's no space to be in, okay? You can support her from afar, but don't come in here. You're not serious um, The thing is, I'm, I'm serious as <laughs> well. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. If you mm. think you can, do your thing. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But first of all, Courtney's not for sale. But second of all, our friendship is actually hard. It's yes. easy and hard at the same yes. time. Yes. It's hard in the sense that it requires consistent effort. Yeah. And if you're not willing to put in consistent effort, then you won't have a friendship like that. Mm. And I think I have found it difficult to apply that level of effort to across everybody. more. Right, right? Yeah. So sometimes breakups for me don't even look like clean break. We're not friends. It looks more like a demotion. Mm. Either Ooh. demotion from their part where, you know, we're now like friends, but yeah. not like quite as close or we're acquaintances. And that's fine because we still have love, but it's just the understanding that we can't be stretched in like this. Yeah. And that's been so man i hate that because me i I like to think i was super yeah genuinely i think well my friends love me i love my friends and it's like i don't have i actually don't have the capacity And i think it's also as we get older i think you deep that it doesn't take a lot of very very deep connections to hold you through life i think picking those few 
you know, and being like, these are the people we're, we're setting deep roots and it's lifelong and we fight for our friendship and we, we journey together. Um, you make those few choices, you make those commitments mm. and then you don't disappoint mm. because there isn't kind of like, like you said, I'm stretching myself too thin. I'm trying to be superwoman. And then all these people who now have expectations of you because they think this is a deep relationship yeah. are now disappointed because you didn't call, you couldn't show up and you couldn't, you know, be doing all of these things that they expected. Mm. So I think it's, it also goes well with realizing that it's okay. Mm. And it's wise actually to pair it, it back a bit. No, for sure. For sure. How do you know when it's time to break up with a friend? Like, what are some of the signs that, you know, women should look out for? Because yeah. it seems that everybody sees the signs, right? Yeah. It's the, everyone, we're even coming to that time of year where everyone is like, God, show me all of the people right. that you need to remove from my life. All of a sudden you've disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> you but are the problem. You are the problem. <laughs> um, but it seems that, especially within like, friendships and like female friendships we're notorious or like there's these narratives that persist around us having quite fickle friendships it is we cut people off at the drop of a hat or you know you've upset me so we Mm. can't be friends Mm. what would you say are some important signs to look out for that would enable you or make you think okay it's actually time for us to break versus fighting Fighting for for a friendship okay i think the first thing is deciding what kind of friendship this is Mm -hmm. will help you know whether it is one to fight for yeah so for example my friendship with you i tell you now a lie to lie i'm telling you anything that happens in this relationship Listen, i'm going to fight through oh, unless you try to kill no, me stop. even that one we can i'm sure there's a way we can make beds <laughs> you'll be in the hospital bed unless there's a way that we will try to- <laughs> girl we gotta make I'm it sorry, I stabbed you. <laughs> but that's because i know the nature of this relationship and it's far more than just oh i met this person when i was 17 right or, uh, 11 one day and i like them it's I feel like God has called me to journey with this person so much so that it's actually by force. (laughs) Like, even if she pisses me off, I'm sure I'll lie my head on my pillow and God will wake me up like, go wake up with your friend. Go wake up with your friend. There's a reason why I've assigned you to this friendship. So, but that's because I've, I've ascertained what is the nature of this relationship. What is the purpose of it as well, right? Mm. It's more than just a, oh, that's my friend and having a companion. But the purpose is also for the future. It's for journey. Mm -hmm. It's for global Mm -hmm. impact. It's for the sharpening of my character. Like it's, there's so much more to this kind of covenant kind of friendship. So that also then tells me, there are some things that I can accept from you, not necessarily accept, but I'll fight through with mm, you mm-hmm, that I mm-hmm. will not tolerate from other people. <laughs> you hear it, that? Wouldn't ha- it wouldn't happen, but that's because the nature of the relationship and the purpose of the relationship is different. Yep. So I think when you determine the purpose of a thing, you can determine the treatment mm-hmm. that you'll give if it were to be broken. So what I would say is for friendships, which are like mere acquaintances, ah. Uh, if you want to move crazy <laughs> stop if you want to be wrap crazy, it up goodbye <laughs> Call it quits. it's okay but then for friendships where it's like oh actually if this person if me and my friendship with this person were to end it would affect me i would feel mm. a sense of loss mm-hmm, i think mm. it's worth having the conversations mm. and i think you know that a friendship like that cannot be mended when there is no longer like you said an effort a consistent right, right. commitment to 
put in the effort yep. to change things around mm-hmm. because it's not that friendship should be without hurdle mm-hmm. or without mm-hmm. disagreement and i think that's where a lot of us go wrong mm-hmm. because friendships are kind of not rated as highly as romantic relationships Absolutely. as soon as there is some kind of resistance or some kind of um opposition or conflict we run away because we think oh this is just disposable it's just a friendship we can make friends with anybody but actually I think as we get older what we value is that good friendship can be very hard to find and so there are some people you need to determine for yourself is this somebody who if I lost them I would actually not like and I would not like that situation. And mm-hmm. so if that is the case, then talk through it, have mature conversation. I think that's even when we wrote the book, it was kind of like, you have to understand that sisterhood and friendship is really about maturing you and Absolutely. you maturing and evolving as a friend and not just going out there and looking for people who will be mature while you are immature. And so I think it's kind of both of you need to commit to being mature. Mm. And if one of you is like, actually, no, I don't want to do that work. That's when you know this has to end because you can't be in a relationship which isn't reciprocal and lacks like that lack of reciprocity is going to build resentment Mm. and so allow yourself to have those open conversations as awkward as they can be sometimes but always look out for reciprocity and if you don't find it then it's the end the other thing is if boundaries consistently keep being crossed and there is a lack of repentance through changed behavior Mm -hmm. then you know that this person again is not committed to making sure that this relationship not only continues Mm -hmm. but is actually safe and beneficial for the both of you and when somebody doesn't have your best interest at heart then they're not really a friend they're not operating in good faith and so I think it's worth also assessing people's character and assessing their position towards you like does this person even care for me as much as I care for them Mm. and not from a very suspicious or paranoid place but genuinely Mm. can I say in good faith this person truly does care about me have they showed up for me have they spoken if they haven't then make them aware that you're not acting like a friend and if they can't begin to act like a friend then it's the end of that friendship journey Mm -hmm. you can become acquaintances you can be in each other's networks you can see each other from time to time but friend is a title that we need to keep we need to give more weight and I think you need to determine what is the purpose of a friend in your life and that can vary it can be on a spectrum Mm. and that will determine how much you fight or how much you let go yeah absolutely love that especially this idea of purpose-filled friendships right I think one of the issues of friendship is when we enter them we think of them as convenient or we think of them as you know just fun or you know that for some people, the friendships aren't as deep. Yeah. Whereas in a romantic relationship, we are constantly governed by this idea of purpose and creating a family mm. together or, you know, having um, a reason of being together. I think not to say that romantic and platonic is the same, but I think that's that sense of drive, that sense of purpose is important because it means there is a pivotal force that is pinning you two together yeah. or your community together or, you know, whatever the friendship dynamic is that you have. And again, that reciprocity, like 70, 80% of like friendship issues are often around reciprocity, right? Like, am I being cared for, looked after, shown respect? Do you know what I mean? Like, am I being taken advantage of? Do I feel as though you are putting in the same effort as I am? Are you supporting me in my goals? Mm. Are you um, feeling supported in your goals? I think it very much is finding purpose-filled and purpose-led friendships. Um, And then also understanding that there will be different types of friendships too, different levels of friendships. Mm. There are the super intimate friendships, the super purpose-filled friendships. And then there are, you know, friendships that may be, again, friendships of convenience. They may be 
friendships where you have taken a step back. They may be low maintenance friendships, mm. but as long as you guys have that shared understanding as to what friendship looks like for you yeah. and you actually abide by that code, then that's really important. I think I love what you were saying about crossing boundaries as well, right? It is establishing a friendship code or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you have be- between you guys. If this is consistently being broken, you might need to wrap it up, close the door and, and, you know, move on. Um, I think also probably on the extreme end, if you're fearing for your safety or if you are finding yourself in situations where your so-called friends are putting you in danger, um, exposing you to things that are against your common shared integral values, those people are not friends. They are liabilities. Mm. And you have to break up with liabilities. Because one thing about liabilities is it's going to be a sunk cost investment. It will drain you. And I think it's making the distinction between am I drained in this particular moment or season or does this friendship drain me? Mm, I think sometimes mm, we can mm. allow our seasonal troubles within our friendships to determine how we think of our friendships in its entirety. There have been seasons where, you know, sometimes you won't like your friend. That's the reality of the situation. In the same way, there's seasons where you'll be with someone and you don't like them. You love them. But you do not like them. It makes me think of, um, I don't know if you've watched Fences with Denzel Washington. No, but I've seen that clip. No, I've seen a play. The play, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Um, I have watched it. But not with Denzel. Oh, Like I've seen a play version of it. Yeah, but not, yeah, the film. With Denzel Washington and Viola Davis. And I remember Denzel was the father and, you know, they're in in poverty. They're trying to make it work. And, the son is looking at Denzel like, why is it that you don't like like me? Oh yeah, and he's like, and I don't he's have like, to like you. I don't have to like, <laughs> so you. I have to like you. I love you. <laughs> I will do right by you, but I do I not have to like you. Like <laughs> what a privilege! <laughs> <laughs> you know how funny that was because I feel like like all of our parents can relate to that. They'll be looking at us like, I don't like you. And I think it's this almost the same with friendships, mm. right? There will be times where I love you, yeah. but I don't, don't like, like you right now. Right now. Yeah. And as long as we can sit with it, understand it, process it and work against it, then that friendship is not worth throwing yeah. away. So I think it's that, right? Recognizing what is something that I feel in a moment and not allowing it to dictate my lifetime. Mm. Um, because there's just so many times we throw away friendships or throw away relationships just because of how we feel in a particular yeah. moment, just yeah, because yeah, we yeah, felt yeah, offended yeah. at what they did and we yeah. don't give them an opportunity or a chance. Mm. However, if you find them consistently breaking your boundaries, consistently disrespecting you, that's different. That's yeah. not a moment that's actually that's toxicity but i also think there's something to be said about people who constantly run to the breakup oh yeah right and that kind of attachment that is any issue end it Mm. sever it kill it like break up self-sabotage but also the lesson the awkwardness the confrontation you are avoiding Mm. will constantly make its way back to meet you it would just be in the form of a different person. Oh yeah, 100%. There's a reason why if you start that cycle, it keeps going. Every friendship ends the same way <sighs> because there's something you're avoiding, a hurdle you're avoiding overcoming mm-hmm. and it would just manifest in different people, in different relationships. There are so many people I think who have had relationships with women in their life and because mm-hmm. of a particular thing they struggled to articulate mm-hmm. hurt them mm-hmm. and didn't and a, a confrontation that they may have been avoiding mm-hmm. they steer away from even engaging in friendships with other women yeah. and they still see that same level of 
conflict or that same issue crop up in a romantic relationship mm. it still is i'm still unable to say you hurt me in this area mm. i don't like when you talk to me like this and we think it will be easier but it won't be it won't, it won't be if you can't actually express this hurts me and f- learn how to not fight but actually have healthy conflict it will just carry its way you'll see it in work 100%. you'll see it in your family you'll see it in your romantic relationship so mm-hmm. don't avoid it because it's awkward yeah. train yourself to know yeah. how and practice practice yeah. healthy conflict in your relationships of all types that's so true and it's even made me think there's so many on the other end of the spectrum yeah. there are those that are constantly seeking like confrontation right, constantly right. over little things oh, they're like oh we need to put you stupid don't be silly. Why are no you one always wants to fight, fight every day. Every, huh? No one wants to fight. You every wake day, up and fighting is on Learn your agenda. Learn to let some things go. People are <laughs> perpetually angry. <laughs> oh, I don't like her, man. Why she are you like, angry? <laughs> I don't like the way she spoke to me in that moment. Okay, process. I don't like the way she put, like, when That's she was making thing, me food, she put like, eggs next to my sausages. I didn't like the way that I she did that. regulation, like, learned, and this is what I mean, friendships, relationships, they're for the mature. Uh-huh. Like, learn to actually self-regulate uh-huh. a little bit. Because you're moving a bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> a bit. Uh, yes. Encounter the wrong person as well. They'll beat you up. They'll actually beat you. <laughs> you know, those are the same people that you don't want to be in the same car as because they will fight. <laughs> Me, I don't mind confrontation, but I don't seek it. Yeah, willingly. yeah, yeah. You know those yeah. people that They're they'll even, that fam, they'll want down that window <laughs> what did you say nothing say somebody has just flipped you off they flipped me the back i'll be like yo sis circling back you gotta regulate because yeah. it's not me you don't know that person could be a gang yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and I, I think that's another thing hmm. as well like just maturing in your own character and i think that's why becoming the best version of yourself right. or like just going on your own personal development journey whilst you are still engaging in friendship and relationships is so important for sure because if you don't know how to self-regulate yeah you're gonna spill over all of these emotions and they're gonna be amplified all the time and it will push people away for sure as well no one wants to be nagged even in friendship it's really a lot and then it also makes me think of a third category of person and it makes me think of our favorite word which is resentment Resentment, (laughs) guys we have a story to tell you no 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 we have a story to tell you for those of you that are passive aggressive and you'll allow things that you think you're the mature one yeah trust me i've been there i know listen we've been there where somebody is doing you or something is doing you and you're like oh let me just be the bigger person and suppress my feelings not knowing that it will manifest elsewhere let me tell you a story about resentment and why it's such a big word on our agenda let's take you back to early stage early stage we're there High flyers, high achievers, yeah? yeah. Me and Courtney, we were those babes that sat in the front of like lessons Class. and stuff like that. Yeah. We had things to do, you know, we had agendas. We yeah. our bright future ahead of yeah. us. Bear in mind at this point, just to give you a timeline, we're about what, 17, 18? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're about 17, 18 years mm-hmm. old. So do the maths. We're, it was what, like 2015? 2015, like 14, 15. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we are, you know, we have bright future ahead of us we are applying to some institutions that are high flight we're trying yeah. do you know what i mean so we were both in the same history class yeah. and we had history coursework to do this is the first time this is the uh, transition from gcse yeah. to as level a yeah. levels yeah obviously we're not going to do very well and our teacher made that clear that you know we might find it challenging yeah. because it's a new framework there's things that we need to learn in terms of deploying knowledge yeah. etc etc we're thinking okay cool like we probably won't get the a's a stars you know maybe ah, b yeah, ah, yeah, c. yeah yeah we sent it our coursework yeah 
This was in year 13. Everything was on the line. On the line. This we wasn't even him. just, this is our university entry depends on this. We, ne- and we need the A's <laughs> we and A stars. The A's it, we, there's and no ramping, no, like, okay, if we get a B, we can work together. No, A, there yeah? is no work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get our coursework back, the whole class. Guys, letters our eyes have never seen. We're seeing D E F. I was personally offended. Jesus personally offended. I so was possible. definitely that babe, guys. I've done the work. Like I'm no longer <laughs> oh achievement babe, perfectionist. But back then I was. And let me tell you about something about me. Renee Kapiku was 17 <laughs> years old. Ain't never seen a D in her life. D for dance in history. And the yeah. thing is, I fam, That's I was going lesson. on to study history. history. That yeah. was my lesson. So I saw a D. I said, huh? Yeah. There was only one babe. Let's call her Sally. Yeah. One babe in the class that went on to get an A straight off yeah. the bat. Straight off the bat, she got an A. Straight off the bat. Yeah. So we're just like, hello, confused, hello, yeah. uh, malfunctioning. And yeah, bear in mind, like the teacher is spending a lot of time kind of talking her through stuff. And we're like, no, us, hello, hi. We are the we're one, flopping. like we are trying to we're get flopping. into university. We're flopping this. We need the grades. You know, we need the grades. Can you help us? And they were like, oh, you'll just get it. Like some people just don't get it. Some people just fail. And Listen. we're just like, that's not our portion. So help us. And so a conversation was had in our absence and we got wind of it. And what was said of us was that we were resentful. I had not used that word in a while. So literally what was said to us like, oh, she feels like Courtney and Renee feel a degree of resentment towards Sally. We heard this at the lunch table. The first thing that perked up was (laughs) resentment. (laughs) (laughs) Resentment. 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 <laughs> when I tell you for at least four years, literally that day, was the word, or the hot topic of the the hot word of the town. Resentment. So that's a word. Like whenever we hear it, we res- triggered. Triggered. That's a trick. That is a trigger that we have not overcome, and I don't think we will overcome it. If someone ever calls me resentful, fam, our lives are literally else. on the line. We were waking up bare early to go to school to practice, get our essays in. Bearing in mind, we're trying to get to Oxford and Cambridge, babe. resentful and okay sorry the reason why also it was like made annoying was one us failing is a reflection on you right so stop making it about us number two this was sally was a white girl right and then what we went to a predominantly black school so it also like the framing of we are resentful was giving racism 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 discrimination (laughs) 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 and so we were just like no one thing you're not gonna do is pay us to be bitter and that was what yeah sorry fam and it's like why would we be bitter why would we be resentful over course anything we're resentful towards you fam as in we were out here at we were standing sally we need your help literally the first thing is like sally we need your help you as a teacher you've come to call us resentful anyway Sha, we had the last laugh and we progressed and we got our grades yeah, that we, we needed to go grades. to university but every time i think of resentment i think of that story <laughs> and i think ah miss h what you did <laughs> what you did was not good but anyways god bless you sally we're happy that you're thriving somewhere in the universe somewhere in the four corners of the world but the third category of friends yes resentful yeah resentful and it was really interesting because one of my friends recently said many of us can resolve a situation, but we don't know how to forgive. Mm. So those people that think that, you know, it's bridge, it's water under the bridge, right? We've moved on, but you're still holding some form of anger towards a person or you're still holding something against that person. And sometimes it's buried so deep that we don't realize we're doing it. Mm. It may be in the passing looks. It may be in the 
cancellation of plans. It may be in the um, withdrawing from our friends, but many of us are dealing with suppressed resentment towards our friends because we haven't properly or adequately addressed the fact that we are still hurt by what they did. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It hurts. That's really, really good. And sometimes it is being the bigger person, not in repression, but actually saying you hurt me and it's going to take me some time to get over it. Because then it allows your friend to be prepared for the glances, yeah. be prepared for the fact that this is a journey. Yeah. If you tell someone, oh, okay, it's, it's cool, it's fine. They will think it's cool and it's yeah. fine. Not knowing that everything else that they're doing after yeah. that is pissing yeah, you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your whole disposition has changed. Fam. I don't know about you. There's been some time, you know, when you're holding on to something. Oh, 100%. You'll even be looking at the way the person is even eating. You're like pissed off, like 100%. <laughs> and I think that level of like, it, it's natural. Like it's human for us to feel that level of resentment, right. disdain, like whatever. But I think we shouldn't let it fester. Absolutely. And I think that's the bit where it now becomes a you problem. You actually have to deal with this. Yes, you were offended. Mm-hmm. Yes, somebody mm-hmm. did something to hurt you. Mm-hmm. But now you're allowing this to take over you. This is very much a you problem. A hundred percent. So yes, let's have less of that. A hundred percent. But I wanted to talk about restoration. Yeah. I think a really great example of this, it makes me think of the Patrons. Yeah. Where I wouldn't oh, necessarily, I know, absolute babe. We love you guys you, ah smashing it smashing it smashing it um but i think they were probably one of the early examples that we had in terms yeah. of friends that were quite online yeah, you yeah, know yeah. creating content together and then pursuing their separate ways not necessarily a negative breakup per se but yeah. just dealing with the reality that their lives are going different yeah. ways and they may not be able to create content in that way or you know work together and then fairly recently we're seeing you know them working together yeah. again um despite the fact their lives have gone different ways yeah. they've been able to come, come back, back together Beautiful. so i would love to hear your thoughts on restoration like is it possible to come back and you know create that same level of intimacy with mm. a friend like when is it worth um restoring yeah, reconciliation yeah. like what can that look like for women that have broken up with a friend in a past oh, life i love or, that i love that and i love also, them and i've i loved seeing that kind of three-part story unfold and yeah i think Yes, restoration can definitely happen in a friendship. There's a lot that sometimes needs to be overcome, especially depending on how the breakup was handled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is why you also, when a friendship is ending, you have to do it with wisdom, with yeah. grace and compassion. Because now if a future situation does arise where it's like, ooh, actually restoration may be an option right. or we have to work with each other again, like professionally or whatever, mm you're now having to apologize for things you said that were completely out of pocket, things you did which were completely irrational when things ended. So you just never know. There's this um, a can saying or like a shanty saying, which is um, the same people who you see going up are the same people you'll see going down. Mm. And I think if you're not careful and you are bad to people on the way out, the same on the way back in, somebody's going <laughs> to trip you. Somebody, somebody might even punch you. <laughs> just... Just side you know, them. or you you just never know who you'll need in the future. Yep, yep. And so handle breakups gracefully. But when it comes to makeups, I think restoration can happen again with intentionality, right? And a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. But also you don't necessarily have to restore it to its former form. Mm-hmm. Look, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Sometimes restoration 
can actually just look completely different. We don't have to go back to being best friends straight away. Right. We don't have to go back to um, spending as much time together or doing the same business or just engaging with each other in the same way. Mm. Actually, what could be birthed now could be something far more beautiful or could just be something very different, right? As long as it's reconciliation and it's... Um, it's amicable and it's loving and it's something that we both can commit to or we both can enjoy. It doesn't necessarily have to be to the same intensity that it was before. Um, and that's actually okay. I think some of us get so hung up in, oh my gosh, if, if we reconcile, it has to look like how it looks. No, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't have to be the same level of trust. It doesn't have to be the same level mm, of involvement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It can just be, at least I don't hate you anymore. Yeah. At least we can actually have a conversation with each other now. And I think some of us have even seen that kind of evolution of healing in our family, right? Mm. Where it's like, I'm not your best friend. Do you get me? But at least, yes, you can have my number. Yeah. Do you I'm get screaming. what I mean? <laughs> ah, you can WhatsApp me from time, from to, time, time to time. And we'll see how things go from there. Mm. And I think allowing yourself to restore over time mm-hmm. can also mm-hmm. be a very wise thing to do. No, that's absolutely beautiful, man. I definitely agree. Yeah. I think sometimes time can be a healer of all things and distance from a situation to gain clarity, wisdom, discernment, all the buzzwords that we often use when we get older, you know (laughs) what I'm saying? Ah, Clarity, wisdom, discernment, growth. I think sometimes it allows you to retrospectively assess the situation Mm -hmm. and also inform the way that you want to move. I love what you're saying about just like be a good person. Yeah, just be a good person. Just because you were hurt or like you you didn't end. ruin your reputation, your character. It really doesn't have to. I think even breakups, we have an assumption that like friendship breakups have to be very very like yeah i'm cutting yes, you yes, off yes, i don't yes, want to yes, see yes. anything that you post ever i'm blocking yeah. you everybody can get blocked it can be a okay we need to take some time apart mm-hmm. um pursue different things and then you know at some point in the future we can reconnect yeah so i think it's leaving the door open for reconciliation as well because sometimes in that uh everybody gets blocked yeah yeah it's like when you actually want to unblock that ah damn the, you're the one who did it you cement. are the one who put the nail in the coffin and it's actually cement. something i learned from you um, like throughout our friendship, which was just around like your personal code of conduct. And like, it's something that I bear in mind because it's like, you know what? No, no one should have the ability to drag me out of my character mm. or to cause me to act in a way which doesn't testify of the way I want to be known as acting. Absolutely. Do you get what I mean? Absolutely. And so handle situations with grace, compassion, mm-hmm. with love, mm-hmm. um, and then no one can, will have anything to say about you. Like I always tell people like, when it comes to any kind of situation, keep your hands clean. Yeah, like you have keep to. your hands clean. That's all you have, you are responsible for. Mm. Keep your hands clean so that whenever the point, the finger is pointed, your hands are clean. Now you ain't got nothing to do with me, 100%. child. Nothing to do with me. Lastly, I actually wanted to touch on post breakup. Mm. So, you know, you and your friend, maybe you've gone for a friendship breakup. Mm-hmm. You've been broken up with or you've had to do the breaking. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that right there's mm. so much banter around like heartbreak yeah. when it's romantic yeah. right it's like sliding down the walls <laughs> listening to heartbreak <laughs> sliding down the wall whilst crying is such and this is why you need to watch thing. you need to watch love is blind you need to you need to <laughs> you need to you need to is he? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a dramatic Do you thing know what to do. I'm not is? telling anybody how they should <laughs> grieve, but like, I would love to hear, sisters. Please, like, what's the most outrageous thing that you've done when you're heartbroken? 
because that is so it's only retrospectively funny. it's only retrospectively that you can laugh because <laughs> when you're in the moment sometimes you have to or you know them ones where you're looking at yourself yeah, no, in the no, mirror no, crying for real, for real for real for real it's embarrassing and you know what you feel what you feel yeah of course at the time and it's like for sisters in the context of friendship it's easy for these kind of things to happen, happen to you. You'll yeah, be listening yeah, yeah. to, you know, heartbreak songs or people yeah, just... Yeah, 100%. Everyone's all of a sudden, do you remember the script? Yes. You'll be listening to Break Even. The script they made did, some deep songs. Their man. rent was deep. How, how can <laughs> the opening line of a song be, I'm still alive, but I'm barely breathing? <laughs> rent was due. Rent was due. That and the man who can't be moved. That man oh. that was camping for that babes to see her. Ah. Uh-huh the script how does the man that can't be moved start going back to, to the, the corner, corner where i first saw you i'm gonna camp in my sleeping bag i'm not gonna move gonna got some words on cardboard got your picture in my <laughs> head sing if you see this girl can you tell her where i am <laughs> If you do, <laughs> be so stupid. So let me know that I'm dating a man who can do such a massive <laughs> because of heartbreak. Going back to the corner where I first it's not even that. going back to your it's house. Even that. Remember, he said, and I'm not moving. <laughs> yeah, don't move. You will freeze. <laughs> Where you are. No, we need that level of romance back. <laughs> this one was busking, he said. That babe, did, <laughs> that babe did a number on him. Heartbreak can kill. What kind of woman no. she needs to write a book? <laughs> Heartbreak can kill. I that is know a woman, woman he needs nah, to genuinely, Listen, I need to know who was the woman that provoked that can't be moved. <laughs> For a man to go back to that corner. <laughs> Have you seen this? Have you babe? seen this? So <laughs> how I'm here. Cool, my <laughs> Listen, the script. No, how can you say it? He said, I'm script. not moving. <laughs> he said, I'm not going anywhere. Wow. wow. Get your love man like that. He said, indeed. I'm not going. Listen, the script. Oh, when you're getting heartbreak, you listen Jesus. to the script. That's yeah, what, why yeah, wouldn't you be yeah. sliding against the wall listening yeah. to that? <laughs> that and break even, even. My just, one is uh, um, Beyonce, best thing I never had. Oh, child. That's that whole, I never needed you yeah, in the first place. To the left, to the left. Everything you own on the box to literally. In the closet. That's my stuff. Yes. If I bought it, please don't touch. Don't touch. <laughs> not you know Neo wrote that song yeah yeah crazy he was on his zoom but Neo's yeah. even a problematic yeah. person anyways, talking about <laughs> you dad should pack your bags and that hat of yours that's why he said he didn't sing it and he oh. gave it to a woman because he thought it'd be problematic if he sang it oh, 100, oh 110 percent i'm yeah. glad he knew himself because child he needs to pack all his various hats <laughs> and get out of here get out the things that i heard Neo was doing crap just crap <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, sorry guys. Back to um, program. Yeah, post breakup. Post breakup. How do you deal with a friendship breakup? It's tough. Yeah, like, it is. What are some it ways is. that assists whether it's fresh or yeah. you know a couple months down the line? Yeah. How do we cope? Keep your dignity. First of all, <laughs> keep your dignity. No, in general, in breakups in general. Have you seen her? <laughs> Going back to the brunch place. <laughs> we had our avocado and toast. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're funny <laughs> but yeah i think keep your dignity mm-hmm. but also grieve yeah go it's through important. The, the feelings of grief i think you know journal what are the thoughts and the feelings that this is bringing up what are the thoughts and the beliefs what are the things that you feel like you might want to find some personal closure on absolutely um but also if you can have a conversation mm. um you know s- I think when things simmer down as well, just say like, damn, where did we go wrong here? Listen. You know? Um, but also do that as a self-reflection point as well. I love everything that you said. Yeah. I think it is definitely about having that self-reflection. I think yeah. also like taking the time to invest in your community around you yeah. as well. I think hopefully you haven't been doing friendship in isolation. Yeah. So if you have other friends, this is the time for you to lean into those other yeah. Hold on to those friendships, baby. Because if you... <laughs> this one is breaking you need to pull yourself into the other Sucks. friendships right and there have been many times where you know when friendships don't work out for me i've had like you or other people to be like you're not going crazy this is just what life has how life has unfolded for you so very is. much yeah tap into the friendships that you actually have um in terms of just like meeting new people take time before you yes. do that i think it's very important to make sure that you are established and your current friendships are established That's that good. you've also diagnosed what, what went wrong in your yeah. previous friendship before pursuing new ones and being super intentional about what you want moving forward from a friendship and upfront about it because i think that's where a lot of us go wrong right we expect this but we're not honest about what we want right um so yeah that's what i would say man yeah take your time with it take your time with it reflect see where you went wrong where you could do better but sometimes these things happen you can't come and die literally you can and you certainly can't be sliding down walls now sisters <laughs> <laughs> but we won't judge you if you do. listen we've been there yeah just do it um, exactly unlike izzy from love Movies for Life. <laughs> he did it in front of the cameras and now <laughs> to go be the glory i know nah, you have to, you guys I need just, to see it <laughs> <laughs> anyways sisters we hope you enjoyed that episode we We sure as heck did we would love to hear have you been through a friendship breakup Mm. do you have any tips tricks any accounts that you can share with us to make others know that they are not alone in this this you know encounter um drop it like it's hot in the comments below and of course if you want to continue the conversation support the girlies please 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 follow us on social media across the board at to my sisterhood pretty much everywhere mm-hmm. Where, listen tiktok instagram twitter linkedin everywhere you'll find us at <laughs> to my will. sisterhood and of course come and follow our individual glowing and growing journeys <laughs> you can follow my bestie who is certainly not up for sale on the left <laughs> of me here at cd Bartang. and of course come and follow me at renee kapuku we love to see it and make sure that you sign up to the to my sisters mailing list www.tomysisters.com for weekly glowing and growing tips sent straight to your inbox well sisters we hope that you have an amazing week that all your friendships flourish and that you are surrounded by amazing people we will talk to you very very soon hallelujah and as always keep glowing and growing see ya Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 